Don Fry is someone that definitely fits the description of what people think an MMA fighter is. The man who found instant success in the sport by winning two UFC tournaments was known for his exciting battles and tough guy bravado. But after these tournament wins, he never won another and was also unable to capture any major belts. So how good was Don Fry actually? Hey guys, it's Keon and today we're going to talk about Don Fry. A lot of you commented to make this video and I'm happy to do it because he's been in some of the most legendary fights. So in this video, we're going to take a look at Don's MMA career to really understand how good he was. Before we get to it, shout out to the undisputed members of my Patreon. This month we raised money for 360 Kids, which is a charity in my area that helps at-risk and homeless youth. So not only do I want to thank the undisputed members, but also the interim members because all your contributions have gone to a very good cause. If you want to donate to 360 Kids yourself, the link will be down below. And subscribe to the Keon Kamara Podcast, which is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Now let's get to it. Don began his MMA career on February 16th, 1996, when he fought three times at the UFC 8 tournament. He was a 30-year-old wrestler with some training in boxing and judo. His first fight of the night was against Thomas Ramirez. Don finished the fight in 8 seconds by throwing a bunch of right hands that knocked Ramirez out cold. In the semifinals, he fought Sam Atkins. It took Don 48 seconds to secure the takedown before throwing punches from above that forced Big John to step in. He advanced to the finals to fight Gary Goodridge. Although Don looked good early with uppercuts in the clinch, Gary took him down and got a hold of his back. But Don escaped and ended up on top where he threw punches that forced a tap, making him the UFC 8 tournament winner. Three months later, Don fought Amori Batechi. The two opened up the fight by trying to take the other down, but Don's boxing was the difference as he began to connect on the feet which made it easier for him to secure the takedown. He ended the fight with knees and punches on the ground. After this win, Don entered the UFC 10 tournament. In the quarterfinals, he fought Mark Hall. Don secured the takedown, then threw punches to the body of Mark for about 10 minutes before Big John stepped in. His second fight of the night was against Brian Johnston. Don threw heavy punches in the clinch before securing the takedown where he threw more shots from the top that eventually forced a tap. In the finals, he fought former Olympic amateur wrestler Mark Coleman. Although Don was a more experienced fighter and the favorite to win, Mark dominated by securing takedowns and throwing ground and pound which ultimately ended the fight after 11 minutes of action, making it the first loss for Don. Four months later, he went to Japan to fight Mark Hall for a second time. He finished Mark in the first round with a forearm choke submission. After this win, he entered the UFC's Ultimate Ultimate 96 tournament. His first fight of the night was a rematch against Gary Goodridge. After connecting with shots in the clinch, Don got taken down. But he reversed the position with an armbar attempt and this led to an exhausted Gary to tap out. In the semifinals, Don fought Mark Hall for a third time. It took him 20 seconds to finish Mark with an Achilles lock. This fight was believed to be fixed as both men were managed by Robert de Persia. Mark said de Persia convinced him to throw the fight so Don could advance to the finals. In his final fight of the evening, Don fought Tank Abbott. Tank came out guns blazing with punches that dropped Don and had him hurt early. But after facing the adversity, Don was able to recover and secure a rear naked choke that forced a tap, making him the tournament winner. Although Don announced that he was going to retire after this tournament, he came back and defeated Eric Valdez before fighting Gilbert Ivel in Japanese promotion, Pride. Although Gilbert was the aggressor on the feet, Don managed to bring the fight down where he threw ground and pound. He won the fight after Gilbert was disqualified due to repeated eye gouges and holding onto the ropes to avoid takedowns. On New Year's Eve, Don fought Surreal Abidi. It was the first fight in Don's career to go to the second round, but he was dominant throughout by securing takedowns and throwing ground and pound before finishing the fight with a rear naked choke. His next fight was against former UFC Super Fight Champion Ken Shamrock. The buildup was filled with animosity due to Ken beating Don's teammate Dan Severn back at UFC 6. This bout was a grueling one that saw both men throw punches and knees in the clinch. When they separated, it was Don who connected with the better shots when they went toe-to-toe, -to -toe. but Ken dropped down to get a hold of Don's left leg. From there, he attempted an ankle lock, a knee bar, and a toe hold. All these attempts would have forced anyone else to tap, but Don withstood the pain and was seen limping back to his corner prior to the second round, a round that Don most likely won as he landed the better shots on the feet and in the clinch. And that momentum continued into the third as 
as Don knocked down Ken and began throwing a bunch of punches from the top. Don tried to secure a rear naked choke, but ended up getting reversed by Ken who got a hold of Don's right leg and began to attempt the same submissions from round 1. But Don refused to tap and even attempted an ankle lock of his own. After 3 rounds, Don won the fight by split decision. But he took a lot of damage in this fight, especially to his ankles which led to a dependency on painkillers. Regardless, this match has been seen as one of the best in Pride FC history. And it would have been fight of the year had it not been for Don's next fight at Pride 21 against Yoshihiro Takayama. This circus fight had both men come out of the gate swinging before clinching up and throwing a barrage of right hands. Defense was non-existent in this fight and the crowd absolutely loved it. What was surprising was how badly busted Takayama's face got in comparison to Don's. Once they clinched up to rest, you would think that that was all the action these two would be able to give. But Takayama suplexed Don to the mat before throwing a knee to his head which forced both fighters to stand and bang once more. This time, Takayama was connecting with the better shots, but Don survived and returned the favor. Was it the most technical fight? Not really, but was it fun? It definitely was. Takayama tried to suplex Don for a second time but ended up on his back. Don mounted on top and threw punches until the ref stepped in. This fight has gone down as one of the most popular in the history of the sport. And in my opinion, it best represented how wild Pride FC was. Now if you thought Don took a lot of damage in these two fights, he decided to test his skills in kickboxing on August 28, 2002. His opponent was French kickboxer Jerome LeBanner. They fought in front of a crowd of 91,107 people. The fight went as expected considering that Don never really threw kicks and he wasn't able to use his wrestling. Don came rushing forward with punches from the start. But Jerome was able to take these hits and return the favor with strikes of his own. He finished the fight with a combo of punches that knocked Don out cold. Four months later, he went back to MMA to fight Hidehiko Yoshida. Don got taken down early and spent time defending submissions before reversing the position. But Yoshida managed to secure an armbar off his back which led to the ref stopping the fight to prevent Don's arm from breaking as he showed no sign of wanting to tap. After his second pro loss, Don fought the first man to ever defeat him, Mark Coleman. Mark dominated Don by out-wrestling him and throwing ground and pound. After three rounds, he won by unanimous decision. Don came back on New Year's Eve to fight Gary Goodridge for a third time. Gary connected with his strikes before throwing a head kick that knocked Don out cold. The fight lasted 39 seconds. After losing three in a row, Don fought Yoshihiro Nakao. Their first fight ended in a no contest after Don got cut open with an accidental headbutt. So the two fought again six months later and it was Nakao who was the aggressor both on the feet and on the floor. After three rounds, he won by unanimous decision. Don announced his retirement after this loss but came back a year and a half later to fight sumo wrestler Akebono. Although Don spent a majority of the fight against the ropes as he was being held there by the much bigger fighter, he was still the aggressor on the feet. In the second round, Akebono fell to the mat via leg kick. Don threw punches from the top before finishing the fight with a guillotine choke. At a King of the Cage event, Don fought Ruben Villarreal. Most of this fight was in the clinch and both men connected with their strikes when they stood toe to toe. I thought Don won this fight by securing a takedown in round 2. But the judges ruled the contest as a draw. Back in Japan, Don fought Yoshihisa Yamamoto. This was a wild fight that saw both men land big shots on the feet. Don attempted the front headlock, but Yamamoto got out by slipping out of the cage. When the two got back up, Yamamoto connected with punches that began to press the action to the ropes. Don seemed like he was in trouble, but then he came forward and connected with an uppercut that dropped Yamamoto. From there, he finished the fight with a rear naked choke. Two months later, he fought Kim Min-soo. Although Don opened up the fight with some nice leg kicks, Kim rocked him with some punches which led to a takedown. From there, he mounted Don and the fight looked punches away from being over. But Don survived and in the second, he connected with a beautiful right hand that knocked Min-soo out cold. Following these two wins, Don went back to Pride to fight James Thompson. Don looked good early by dropping Thompson, taking him down and exchanging punches in the clinch. But then Thompson secured a takedown of his own and on the way back up, he connected with some soccer kicks and punches that had Don out on his feet. From there, James connected with a bunch 
bunch of punches that were left unanswered. After a brutal beating that should have been stopped way sooner, the ref finally stepped in. Don went back to the US and fought Brian Pardo. He finished Brian 47 seconds into the first by dropping him with a right hand that led to a front headlock. Seven months later, Don fought Ikuhisa Manoa. He got taken down by Manoa who finished him on the ground with a knee bar. This was Don's last fight in Japan before going back to the US where he defeated Rich Moss by rear naked choke and lost to Dave Herman by TKO. Two years later, at the age of 46, he fought Ruben Villarreal for a second time. I've never seen a rematch where both fighters looked so different from their first bout. Don came out aggressive with his strikes before gassing out. This gave Ruben the opportunity to connect with shots of his own that led to a knockout victory. This was the last time Don fought. Four years later, he was inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. So after going 29-1 with one no contest and a career that saw him win two UFC tournaments, how good was Don Fry actually? Back in the day, he was incredible. His clinch game was impressive as it led to heavy shots on the feet or a takedown. Once on the mat, he used his wrestling to control his opponents and throw ground and pound. And even though his striking wasn't as developed as his ground game, Don was a very durable fighter who was able to take loads of punishment without going out. This led to him being someone that most fighters did not want to stand and bang with. But when they did, the fights became super entertaining. His bouts with Ken Shamrock and Yoshi Hiro Takayama are on my list for the greatest in Pride FC history. And even after those two fights, he decided it was a good idea to fight a pro kickboxer. That's how tough Don was. But he's only human and after years of excessive damage, his ability to take hits diminished and this led to his decline. But prior to losing to Hidehiko Yoshida at Pride 23, Don had a record of 15-1 which is very impressive especially in the early days of the sport. I would give his MMA career an 8.5 out of 10. To win two UFC tournaments and where he fought three different opponents in one night is something that no fighter can say in MMA. MMA nowadays. He was also one of the first fighters to be considered dangerous anywhere the fight went, and his image, demeanor, and attitude truly supported that. I feel like most of his matches ended at the stare down as he was very intimidating and that must have put some fear into his opponents. Because if you were to ask someone back in the day what their idea of an MMA fighter was, Don Fry would most likely be the man that fits the description. My name is Keon and this is my take on how good Don Fry actually was. If you agree, disagree, or have something else to add, please put it in the comments down below because I love to read it. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for more content like this. But that's all I have for now, so I'll see you on my next one.